You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Video read. What do they call Reed, video? Read Reed Richards. Reed Richardson. What do they call that? I always, no matter what, whenever we do the when, so I got the good camera plugged in and I got the okay. light going. Yep. Maybe this will be the one. Maybe this will be the video one. I don't know. Who's to say? It, it could be. Uh, what's the? Uh, so you're you're home now. It's uh, you're you're back in Australia. Uh, did you did you get did you watch Barbenheimer on the plane? No, I uh, I watched for those who wish me dead. Mm. For can we those talk who, about for those who wish me dead, Heimer. Angelina Jolie. Can we talk about just? <laughs> it's is it ever just okay to say you had a moment? Now it's time to pack it up. Well, it's this is why you talk about our camera. We talk about the quality of our of our content, but the the real reason why we're broke bitches is because we we're not we never tap into the the cultural zeit. You 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 have zeit phobia. I do. I'm, I'm I'm so fucking far outside of any zeit. This has to be our this has to be our Barbie Oppenheimer review episode. But my my girl and I got in an argument because. Uh, 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 military gun posted a video of of them singing in a green room with Post Malone. Yeah, and I, I was like, yeah, I, I I couldn't fucking do that. Yeah, and my girl Fiona for for our listeners, uh, I'm trying. I listened to uh, the Red Scare podcast on the plane, mm. and and the way the way that the one girl is always talking about Eli, I, I I'm. So, okay, for people that don't know, uh, Every Time I Die, the band, gave me a permanent aversion to using my partner's name because in that guy's, uh, Keith, who, by the way, I've toured with these people. They're nice people. uh, They were breaking up. They were going through this whole thing where they were casting aspersions on each other, one half of the band versus the... And then... The the singer put out this statement where where he said, you know, I'm in the best place of my life. I needed to get away from these guys to be healthy. You know, me and Elise feel that uh, this is the best move for me. And, you know, I'm familiar with Every Time I Die. As I said, I've toured with them. I like some of their music. I had no idea who the fuck Elise was. And I'm reading this going... Who the f- am I supposed to know Elise? Like you ever have that response where you go, am I supposed to know somebody that we're talking about right now? Is this a celebrity? Oh, yeah, shit? yeah, yeah. So so I had that gut response of who the fuck is Eleanor or whatever, you know? Yeah. And so, so at any rate, Fiona and I got in a disagreement because mm. uh, I would not uh, sing my own song with Post Malone in a green room. Yeah. And. She said that I goddamn, if that opportunity presents itself, I goddamn better do that. 
because that is Post Malone doing me a favor mm. <clears throat> because of all the traction that it'll get. Which yeah. she's not wrong. She's not wrong about that. That's a fact. It, right. it would be him doing me a favor. However, I just can't. I can't. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. I do have zeitgeistophobia. I just couldn't be that close to whatever is big. Well, it's the, <laughs> like I, I mean, couldn't, listen, couldn't do it. There's an element of cringe to it. There's no doubt about that. There's no denying that. But, but at some point, and I think maybe this is where Fiona's coming from, right? And it's like, if you want, if it is, can you achieve success without cringe? Rob, no. yeah, no, you probably can. You probably can, but. I, it's probably much harder, right? I think that's fair to say. I think it's probably oh, really oh, hard yeah. to 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 get anywhere without. Oh, hang on. Oh, that was bad. Um, yeah, you have to. It, it's gonna it's it's gonna be an uphill battle. So I think. But aren't you? Listen, you've been doing music for fucking fifty years, half a century. Yep. Yep. Uh, aren't you ready to 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 be cringe for to secure the bag yet? No, you're still he not there. Think- no, I can't. Do you think you'll listen. ever get there? No, I know I won't. Oh no! Uh, another argument is, uh, I think I've you and I might have talked about this. Uh, uh, Turnstile did a Taco Bell commercial. Right, right, right. And I said, nah, like yeah, the, you're not that offer it. didn't that offer didn't come in for us, but but right. I wouldn't do it. Right. And, and Fiona Fiona was really not available to that conversation. Is <laughs> It is a fact that when you have a family, you you do gotta you do gotta cringe for the dollars. You know what I mean? You, it, it, that's that's fair. Yeah. But but I'm I'm that I am literally that guy. I don't think it makes me better than anybody or anything like that. I just I am for people who doubt it. I am the guy who would rather I would take a a dumpster mm. over cringe. Okay. You know what I mean? Now, with this big caveat, music is cringe. Period. I'm on stage gesticulating and yelling. Mm. It's fucking cringe, mm. right? So I can't, I'm not above anything. I'm just there's just a limit for me yeah. where I go, no, no, come on, come on, man, come on, brother. You know I can't do it. So, uh. Would what? I would yeah. I would I subject people to cringe for the bag? I you could say that I do it for no bag. <laughs> you could say that, that might be I, true. 
You can say that I've been making people cringe for 20 years for, for low money. Well, hang on. Uh, Greta Gerwig says that she's never doing a small movie ever again. She's only doing big studio stuff. You know what? I say this respectfully. I could not pick her out of a police lineup. Mm. She, her name is stupid. <laughs> and I and I don't care to ever see anything she does. You're not so you're not you're not gonna see the Barbie movie. Uh Fiona and I were gonna go, and I think that she found a woman to go with, which oh, I think I is so you're off the hook. Probably, I'm off the hook. I think it's probably better. But you're not I would in the way that you won't be cringe for the bag with you in the way that you won't sing for with post Malone. You mm. won't you won't sub like do you think that that uh, Ben Shapiro didn't want to see Barbie, but his producers forced him to because they said, you know what? You got to listen. We got to keep this thing rolling here. We need you to hate this movie for our audience. Can we can we talk about that for a second? What? The world likes to clown Ben Shapiro, mm. right? <clears throat> it's a bit, everybody. It's a bit, and he's working you. Yes. And and you have really given his children and grandchildren wealth. Yeah. By endlessly feeding into the bit. I if Ben Shapiro liked the Barbie movie, I would be concerned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is not. I mean, look, <clears throat> I think things have to be good. And I think it's a cop out to say it's not, uh, oh, that's not for me or that's not for you. It's a cop out. Mm. Things still ultimately have to be of quality. Sure. But proof positive, Barbie is not for me or my brother, Ben Shapiro. Yeah. But I would, I would argue that I think it, I think it is quality. I think it it is good at what it. I mean, I did see it. I thought it was good at what it did, and I think if so, you took it, if you took the the message of the movie too seriously, then you ultimately lost. I don't okay, think. It, so, I think it was more akin to like an Austin Powers type movie. Oh well, that that puts it in a different light. That makes it interesting. But I mean, it, I, I don't it, think it was. I don't think it was a serious movie. Okay, here's the question. Hmm. In my canceled guy discord, the mm -hmm. conversation has been, <clears throat> hey, the movie appears to have all these uh, woke uh, like underpinnings and is girded with the same agendas that we see in other movies. However, it was not marketed that way. Mm. If ah. that if, if if that is true, if it does have all those all those underlying values, but did not see fit to mention it in any of the promotional material. Is this, does that denote a change? Does that signal a sea change? Because if that was the case a year ago, they would have led with the fact that she's non-binary. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so does, that, <laughs> does this, does this mean anything? And I haven't seen the picture, so I don't, I don't know. Firstly, is it, is it like um, YouTuber response video woke? Uh, well, I'm I'm with you in the sense that this is all just an industry now. This is just like, yeah, it's but here's the thing. 
does it have those first of all let's let's define what was and and and, and as far as like the advertising goes it very obviously has baked into it the notion of diversity right and i think that super came across in the in the trailer so if we're calling that woke in some way that was i think they were very upfront with that beyond that the story the narrative of the film is there's the barbie world where the all the barbies are in charge and the kens are kind of secondary and then there's the real world barbie has mm. to go into the real world because she's uh, she's experiencing some kind of existential angst in herself, and so she goes into the real world to to rectify that. And the Barbie world is very two dimensional, one dimensional, really. It is you know it's children's toy you know idea of a world, and then the real world where also portrayed as very one dimensional and this idea of patriarchy. And so sure, is that cringe? Yeah. But I don't think anybody see. I think the amount of the people seeing this movie, a there, there's two. So there's two types of people that I think are in the minority of humans that are having these reactions. One are the Ben Shapiro types who are apoplectic that you know a movie about a girl's toy would be about women's empowerment empowerment in some way, or project this woke idea notion of patriarchy. Well, uh, well firstly, you got to say. Uh, AKA people getting paid to be angry. Yes. People getting paid to be angry. Uh, but I think also another type of person who is also likely in the minority is the person that watches the Barbie movie and says, Oh yeah, that's totally an accurate depiction of the real world in which I inhabit. Both worlds were one dimensional and it was mm -hmm. to tell the story. So I find the whole, the reactionary thing to this movie. Yeah. There was some woke elements to it. I don't think it was, as you said, yeah, if this movie came out two years ago, one year ago, they probably would have they probably would have uh, emphasized it a bit more. Non-binary Barbie, which I don't know. There was a trans Barbie, but like they don't have genitals. So how does that even work? Um, Good question. It, uh, well, it's it's about how you feel, I guess. I, or whatever. Uh, I, <laughs> how you feel. Um, it was it was. A comedy. It was fun. It was the production design was very nice. I don't think it was. I think up front, it was not meant to be taken as as this uh, serious doctrine uh, of any sort of ideology. And I don't think anyone watching it came away with that, except for a small group of people. If you came away from that movie and thought something about the patriarchy, then you're then I don't know. There's no help for you if you don't so like. I know we talk about, especially in the last couple of years, we talk about things like the patriarchy in this in this academic sense. But if we're not at the point now where most people realize, like, hmm, maybe things are a little more complicated than that, then there's then then you're either stuck in a time warp or there's no helping you. Like you see things in a in a really sort of confused and simplistic way, and I feel like we're past that. I mean, a lot of people are past it, but not everybody. Not uh, everybody, listen, no, we, certainly. We went on that Reddit last episode where, I mean, there's just people that are, they want to inhabit this space. They're just not leaving. But I, I still think that that person's in the minority. I don't think, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't 
think that that most and listen, what the reality comes down to is even if, mo, if even if that person wasn't in the minority, everyone's going to forget about this movie in two weeks. <laughs> you know, that's how things work now. I would that's, hope that this is I would hope that we've arrived at a place where we all get that it's nothing matters. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I hope that we just we've tri- we've tripped into that understanding. Well, we'll think about the cognitive dissonance of like, yeah, women in this real world they have no power. They have no. There's there's uh you know it's the patriarchy dominating them, and this uh, highly successful movie which was made by Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie, two extremely powerful women. And and Ben Shapiro, the only I think the only salient point he brought up in his whole spiel was that in the movie they portray the Mattel board as uh, you know it's all men that run the company, and he was just like he in his very in in his shrewish sort of way, just like let me I'm gonna look up who is the who is actually uh, runs Mattel, and Mattel is run by five women and six dudes, so it's like it just. Listen, uh, this might not be popular, but get the women out of there. (laughs) Get get, get them out. This is just not going to work. But it's just like it's on its. I just mean, it's on its face. Like. If you think the world is as simple as it's portrayed in Barbie and that you your like ideology or your view of things uh, uh, centers around that, it's just so easy to like see to the opposite now there's a lot of people grifting and there's a lot of people that want to believe it as you said but it's like anyone who has a grip on reality uh can see that that's this is not the case and i don't think that this movie was meant to be taken deeply seriously in the way that some people are uh but uh you'll have i i I, so i saw it with friends and the movie the theater was packed and so my seat was in another row and I sat next to a, a big Mexican guy and his girlfriend, and I was, and it seemed as though I was there by myself. And I was like, probably thinks I'm a pedo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, Margot Robbie's a good-looking woman. He probably thinks you're just uh, like one of those people that the way that people talked about. Listen, remember when someone being attractive was considered a draw to go to a movie? Are you too Are you too young for that? I mean, look, I mean, part of the people are talking about uh, Florence Pugh's full frontal in Oppenheimer. If you want to segue to that one. Uh, I'm just going to say this. Yeah. (laughs) Forgive me, everybody. She's probably a great person, and I'm sure that she is also physically lovely. Mm. I'm sure in person, she'd probably be like just like an absolutely beautiful woman. But on screen, that woman, she looks like a receptionist <laughs> at at a at a not sexy job. You're, you're <laughs> saying she's she's no Margot Robbie. I don't look. It's like low class to talk about I somebody's know, I know, looks, I know. right? Yeah. Like particularly when I know that they're better looking than I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but 
You brought it up. I didn't. I, you, you, you're here. Well, listen, the I'm tired of you hammering Florence. these women's looks all the time. Um, no, I'm doing that. You're the one. You, you literally brought up the topic, which was, do people see movies for women's looks anymore? Right. I'm bringing well, up the two well, most yeah. popular movies, and one of them has Florence Pugh. But is Florence Pugh a draw? She look. I'm looking at her right now. This is like one of those women that women tell you are beautiful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who's the girl from Twilight? Uh, Melissa Etheridge. No, it's good. Right on the wavelength, though. <laughs> um, what, whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck her name is, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. <laughs> um, I've never heard a heterosexual male regard Kristen Stewart as a woman, but I've heard every pardon me, fake bisexual talk about how gorgeous she is and how hot she is and everything. I actually haven't, haven't even heard a real lesbian. God, I'm getting rough today. I haven't heard a lesbian uh, talk about Kristen Stewart. I have only heard women who Twitter identify as bisexual talk right. about how Kristen Stewart like is everything to them. That's a good point. I've, no, I've, 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 you know, I, yeah, I've not. I've seen... never heard. I've never heard in my life a man talk about Kristen Stewart. Never no. once. No. Uh, I've, and I've, yeah, Florence Pugh. Uh, firstly, this last name is unfortunate. That's this is disgusting last name. But P U. Uh, but I'm looking at it right now. This is obviously a pretty woman. Okay, obviously, let's just get it out there. This is a pretty woman. Um, but. Uh, 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 do you hear heterosexual males talking about Florence Pugh more so than Kristen Stewart? Yeah. But as well, you yeah, said, if, I've never, if, even... if there's one, if we have evidence of one, then yes, it is more than Kristen Stewart, but yeah, I, I'm saying, all right, everybody, let's just do the thing. What? There is a type of, of man now, Eric and I try not to talk like this because we don't want to get lumped into some like Andrew Tate sort of manosphere sort of space here. You were just in where were you? You were in you were chilling with Tate in Belarus or whatever. Yes. He and I uh, shared a castle in Lithuania. Yeah. Uh, we don't want that. Right. Like we're we're not intelligent people, but we're relatively thought filled people. Yeah. And I'm not trying to end up in uh, like for whatever box people want to put us in typically doesn't last very long because we're we're kind of like we're not nuanced we're idiots but we we just we're we're not we're not a specific type of idiot <laughs> I, <laughs> like, yeah so, i know what you're saying i know what you're saying so i but there is a type of dude who says things that he doesn't mean yeah, it's just oh, a, it's a, it's lot a of type people. of man. Yeah. He's out there, a bug and man, a bug man. He's it, it's like, you know, it's it's the kind of guy that says, "I don't even like hot women. I like cute women." Mm. And you go, "What the fuck does that mean?" Like, what do you in regards to what? You know what I mean? Like, uh, what? Like, for a sister, you'd rather have a cute sister. Okay, that's fine, but. You, you, 
You don't want a, a hot partner. That's what? That's too much for you? you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I prefer cute. Disgusting statement. But that's like, <laughs> that's like a type of man, right? Yeah. Well, and, I see. I see some of these dudes going after some of the based women that I follow for not liking Barbie. And they're oh like, you, th- yo, I saw the turn. I saw people saying internalized misogyny. Oh, <laughs> you, you know, when something is like, like for lack of a better phrase, too black for you to comment, like yeah, y- yeah. you just have to go. Yeah. I'm going to let the, I'm going to let the brothers and sisters figure this one out. You know what I mean? This, this is, uh, it, it, it's, it's like it, what I, what I always say with colorism where it's mm. like, does anybody want, you know, like I'm, my color is copy paper. Does yeah. anybody want my take on colorism? <laughs> you know what I mean? like, probably not. So I just, on occasion, you, I just, I let, I let the, I say whatever the group is, that's, that's too much. That group. It's not me. You know what I mean? Like you all figure it out. Yeah. Let the women, I, I'm letting the women figure Barbie out. You know what I mean? I, I don't feel any need to jump in. And, uh, you know, hit anybody with the anti-Tom or whatever fucking uh, uh, accusations, you know? Mm. So, so do you want my, do you want my review of Oppenheimer also? The more I look at Florence Pugh, the more I hate her. I I get this person off my fucking screen. Uh, (laughs) Oh, so you actually did the little thing? You did the, the, well, I, I mean, I genuinely wanted to see Oppenheimer. Barbie was just kind of like, uh, oh, all the, all the, all the homies are going. I guess I'll go. Uh, really live in the meme. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, it was good. You know, everyone's saying like Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer is like an instant classic and like it's like his, his best film, which might be true. Um, wouldn't be hard. Go on. <laughs> that's an, that's another thing. But you know, he does this thing that annoys the shit out of me. In all of his movies, where like within the first 15 minutes, you've already had like 20 scenes. It like it drives me crazy where it's like. Just pick a scene with introduce me to the character, let it let it roll, let it let the actors do their thing. Like, don't stop cutting away when, like, it seems like you're getting into the middle of something. And now all of a sudden, oh, show is now we're in a flashback. Why? Why? Stick with where you are. It like I so the movie is so, a hard- so, so so your high level film criticism is uh, too many, too many things, too many scenes, just like like I think old. his movies have a hard time usually getting off the ground. In almost all of them. And it's like there's too much cutting back and forth. Like, I just want it to to like sit still for a minute. It's like ADD filmmaking. Mm. Um that being I mean, said, I, I, I would I would that's my criticism of this guy, is that he has zero, literally zero faith in his audience. Uh, I I I think his movies are broadly painful. I like night uh Dunkirk. I like Dunkirk, but uh, I think his movies are fucking painful, but the way they insult your intelligence. Uh, it, 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 if he's got to convey something to you, like I heard this movie was a lot of people sitting around talking, but yeah, I bet he found some cute fucking thing to do with the camera each and every time. Cause that's his fucking MO. He can't, 
let two people talk in like an adult way. You know, I didn't pick up on that, but I did get the feeling that every scene was like probably went on longer, but he mm. jumped away because yeah, maybe he thinks people are getting bored or maybe I don't, I don't know. I couldn't speculate as to what the reason is, but he jumps away and it's like, man, like I, we were just getting into it. I mean, you know, it's a three fucking hour movie. It has a shit ton of exposition. Uh, the bomb part was cool. Um, you know, and like the bomb going off is like the midpoint of the movie. Uh, so it's like after that, I'm like, probably nothing else too exciting is going to happen. But uh, yeah, it probably is his best movie. Um, Robert Downey Jr. was that's probably his probably his best role, I guess. Um, wow. He was really good. He was really because like, I, I, I saw I saw Tropic Thunder. Eric. Oh, Tropic. Th that's what Max said. The same thing. Max said Tropic Thunder was better. Um, <laughs> but no, it's. Uh, it like he did a like a remarkably that was a remarkable performance in the sense that like it didn't even. Which I think is what actors try to achieve, where it's like you don't even see, especially a guy as iconic as Robert Downey Jr. You don't even. He doesn't act Robert Downey Jr. ish, you know, okay. like he's not, he's not even there, which is great. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, here's a take from yeah. a doctor. All right. Uh, they've screenshotted the New York Times uh, item that says Barbie box office to the world. The pandemic is officially over. Oh my God, no! <laughs> and no, 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 no. Okay, so so it's funny what you're taking away from that. You're <laughs> taking away like why the fuck are we still talking about the pandemic? Yeah. But this doctor online is saying, looks like the media has finally reached peak COVID minimization, defining oh. the end of the pandemic by movie ticket sales. <gasps> my my dude, oh. I can't, listen, this <laughs> tour was the last time that I'm going to bother bringing this COVID vaccination thing around with me, which I've brought around with me everywhere for however many for what three years brought it around everywhere i haven't been asked for it in two years yeah, yeah, if the yeah. shit's not over i don't know what to say well it's i mean god oh god let this be our last covid conversation ever it obviously the the, the illness still exists my folks had it this week my girlfriend's mom had it it's out there Whoopty fucking woo who gives a shit. That's the reality. That's just that's we accepted that reality well over a year ago. Yeah. What what band was it the other day? Literally the other day was talking about how we everybody should still be wearing masks because bands have to cancel tours if if they get COVID. Everyone, I'm gonna say this again. I'm sure I've said it a lot. <clears throat> Your favorite band has lied about their COVID status. Yes. Multiple times. Yes. That's just what it is. <laughs> nobody, nobody who needs to make money is going to not make money, including, by the way, everybody. I know of one massive band, arena band that lied about their COVID status. So everybody needs to make money. And yeah, we're all lying 
in the same way that I would lie to any job I've ever had if I needed to get in there and make money. So uh, COVID's been over for a while for most of us. I, yes. I don't know for the people who, for whom it's still popping, you know, whatever this is disco, you would, you could, you're disco stew now. You know what I mean? You just get to <laughs> live in that moment forever. And okay. You know what I mean? But, uh, uh, I, the rest of us, I'm on to some new shit. I'm worried about Lou Gehrig's disease. That's, that's yeah. it. That, you don't want that. Holy don't shit. Want that. You don't want that one. No, no motor neuron for us. No motor neuron. No, uh, neuroplasticity. You don't want that shit. Um, yeah, no, everyone's going to stop with COVID. Stop it. Even the people that are like, when are we going to talk about how the vaccines didn't work? We moved on. No one's going to yep. talk about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It cuts both ways. It, it's, yeah. hey, we're not talking about COVID anymore, nor are we talking about the fact that uh, we were lied to by public health officials and scammed into taking experimental drugs. Scam. <laughs> we're not talking about either thing anymore, guy. You know, no. we, we got Barbenheimer. Got Barbenheimer. Who gives a fuck? What do you make of the fact? So are people actually interested in movies or is this a, is this the last gasp of the. Of no, Hollywood? everything's a fucking meme. This is this yeah. is Morbius. Yeah. You know I mean, this is yeah. this is snakes on a plane. <laughs> it's like everything is a meme. Everything is a meme. That is the that is the actual reality. It is. Uh, there is there's no other way to to exist except uh, be like if you want. If you want to pop to a, to an audience, a major audience, if you want your art to be out there, it has to be memefied. That's are you it. Where, yeah, you, you got to be where, Drake. Yeah, you got to some... be the Pine Grove Shuffle. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. You know about that? No, is this a TikTok thing? Yeah, I guess Pine the band Pine Grove has popped on TikTok with the Pine. They have a dance to one of their songs, the Pine Grove Shuffle. No, oh, stop, man. Come that's on, what you man. need. You need the 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 drug the drug church twerk. Yeah, I don't even. It's what it is. It's what it is. <laughs> you look so sad. The Pine Grove Shuffle. You look like you look like the the Wojak with the like the sunken eyes and cigarette. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm I'm happy that that band has fully bounced back from like the most bullshit Me Too that I've ever seen. <laughs> Did they get I, Me Too? I'm, I'm happy for that. I uh, I don't know if I would have done it with a shuffle, um, <laughs> but but you know, uh, speaking of which, did you see? Hold on, in fake uh, fake Me Too move uh, news. Hold on, mm. um, who is it this week? Uh, okay. Um, remember Jonathan Majors? Uh, yeah, Krang. <laughs> Kang. <laughs> Kang. Um, so Kang, uh, also Creed, uh, three, oh, yeah. which I started right. watching on the plane, but, uh, you know when something's really obvious mm -hmm. and that's okay because you like that type of obvious this would be like taken would be really obvious but mm. it's you know um but in this creed 3 you know where it's going within the first 10 minutes and it's not a story that i i love 
Mm. Like it's not, I don't, I think I don't like Eric. Sometimes friends fight, you know? Sure. But I don't like, I don't like um, stories of kind of resentment and betrayal, you know? I, I maybe I don't find them relatable, or maybe I, maybe I just think they're sad, or something. I don't, I don't know. But um, <clears throat> the passion. But I don't like, and uh, this is one of those stories. And uh, so, I, but anyway, the point is, uh, if you've been keeping up with Jonathan Majors, uh, <laughs> uh, the. New York Police Department says that they have evidence to arrest the woman who accused him. Oh. Yeah. Over what? Uh, <clears throat> so when she accused him of, of domestic battery or whatever it was, uh, so everybody, the way that it works in the state of New York is uh, you can have anyone arrested at any time by accusing them of bat- of domestic battery. Uh, they don't have to be in the same county as you uh, when you make that accusation. Uh, you don't – no evidence needs to be presented that it actually occurred, zero. Uh, you could actually walk into a police station uh, twerking uh, and, uh, you know, eat, eating a Cobb salad and twerking and talking about how this is the best day of your life. And if you – but – you could say this guy hit me. And then when they say, Oh, okay. Is he at your home? And you could say, no, he's across the state. Uh, you, you have to be arrested. I know that for some, in some States, this sounds absurd in New York state. This is how it works. If you accuse somebody of domestic battery, they're getting arrested that day. That's it. Uh, and police can know it's a lie and they will still, they are still legally obligated to arrest him. So, when he was arrested, some of us uh, said, "I'll wait. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for. I'll I'll wait to see how it plays out." Yeah. Uh, and now uh, it looks like uh, the police are saying that uh, they have ample evidence that she was physically abusing him. But you know, but the thing that we always talk about with this stuff and the and the sad reality is like. Okay, so he might be cleared, right? Uh, yeah. But will Disney take him back as Krang the Conqueror? Maybe. Kang, goddamn. Kang. Um, Krang is Ninja Turtles. He's the like that's weird, right. the brain thing. That's how <laughs> uh, I think it's But so I'm re- I'm reading a thing. I'm reading a thing from two days ago that they have decided to keep him on. But he'll always, even if they do keep him on, in everyone's mind, it'll be, isn't he the guy who did the thing? Yeah. That sticks. Oh, yeah, of course. Hey, of that, course. You know, nine out of ten people will go, he's the guy who did the thing, right? And maybe then the tenth person will go, no, 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 he got, he didn't do it. Oh, I mean, listen, it's, and it's going to spiral and escalate where it'll be like, didn't he, was it, was it grooming? And they'll be like, no, that was the flash. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah. Know. Is he raping? And I'll be like, uh, I don't know, maybe he did rape. I don't know. You know, so, oh. Uh, yeah, it, it sucks for this guy. It's because it, what if he's fully innocent? Now, when they said that she was hitting him, I don't know if that necessarily means he wasn't hitting her. You know, what I mean, again, I wasn't mm-hmm. there, 
Mm-hmm. So I, I have no idea what is real or what isn't, but let's say he's fully fucking innocent. That's rough. Yeah. Well, so do, do we'll never have a full, maybe we don't need uh, in the way that China has a social credit score because Twitter just operates as that. That's what it is. Oh but no. It's kind of worse though. It's worse. No. What? He was disinvited from the Met Gala. Oh, now that's the highest form of treason. That that's when that's when you've been fully unpersoned. Yeah. That's when you get when you get fully castigated from from uh that's when Moloch banishes you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you know that you're you know, the fucking the white women on Twitter won't be talking about you. What do you think it is to hold in your mind at the same time that Twitter is bad and full of bad people, but also I'm so angry that Elon is ruining it? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I use Twitter what I thought was an awful lot, although I've never made it to the 600 <laughs> tweet limit, apparently. But uh, Oh, is that a thing? Oh, yeah. So uh, two weeks ago, Elon said, hey, uh, we're going to start we're going to start limiting the amount of tweets that you can look at per day at 600 oh yeah and then this whole thing came out where it looked like the reasons that he provided were probably a lie and it probably had more to do with uh them not wanting to pay for server uh expenses except whatever whatever the fuck it is and people responded as you'd imagine like complete uh deranged freaks where they did things like create second accounts so that they can get past the limit but here's the deal. I feel like I look at Twitter a lot and I feel like I am a heavy use case. And I have never hit 600. No, I never so, have either. So if I'm if in my view I'm unhealthy and I'm terminally online, what about the person that actually hits that 600? Do you ever get the, uh, like every Sunday, I get a notification on my phone that tells me my screen usage time. Do you ever get that? No, I, I, I would be sad and depressed to look at that. Well, I usually, I usually float somewhere between like four and a half and five hours a day. Oh, but, but dude, I, that's the reaction I had. I was like, I'm a little fucking piece of shit, aren't I? But it seems like most people I talk to are like at like fucking like 10 hours a day. I don't even know how that's physically possible. Unless you're using, unless you're using like GPS everywhere, but that shouldn't count. Uh, by the way, you want to talk about the, the book I'm reading? Uh, you might like this one, alienated America. Okay. Sounds Uh, like a, sounds like a real, uh, fun time. Well, so I'm only about an hour into the audiobook, but so far the premise is uh, Trump won the places that he won because uh, those are places uh, who it, it resonate. I mean, this is all obvious statements, but it, his his idea that this place is trash makes sense to those communities because mm-hmm. it is trash where they're at. So you're right? saying that those communities are self-aware that they they're trash? Yeah, like so when yeah. he's uh, and it starts off talking about uh, Chevy Chase, Maryland, and Chevy Chase, Maryland, mm. uh, the average home is a million dollars, 
um, the average uh, uh, income in that in is like you know like the median household income is like a quarter of a million dollars or something, right? And uh, it's just a blessed place where it's also got a strong sense of community, and it's it went for Clinton, and the reason is that Clinton Clinton represented things are still doing fine. And Trump represented this place is a fucking dump and we all know it. And there's a lot of places in the United States that are dumps and they're, as you said, they're self-aware. And I think that this is not, again, this is not like a revelation, but he provides statistics for every statistics or polling data data for all of it. And it's fascinating to, to go down the hole and have it revealed to me. Oh, right. Yeah, the, the the Bakersfield is a place. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like Ooh, it, it's Bakersfield's a like, place. So, uh, yeah. I listen. I, I think that you would actually like the book. Uh, as I said, I'm only an hour in, but it's uh It's just it's interesting to to hear the idea that your message could be, this place is trash. <laughs> Which they he keeps quoting him. I didn't realize how hard Trump hammered that. Trump, Trump hammered the idea. He said the American dream is dead. Imagine trying to be president, and that's what you're leading with. It's fucking great. Like, the American dream is dead, and it's probably never coming back. <laughs> fucking yeah. awesome. Well, I mean, it was like everyone knows that. Well, you know what I mean? Chevy Chase, Maryland, but yes. Well, but it's like, uh, here's a guy who's finally being honest with us. Right. And that's, that's what resonated with people was, yes, you know, this makes sense think, to me. That shouldn't fucking blow people's mind. No, I think what it, sucks about it is the, is do they have some kind of misguided notion that Trump is going to revive fucking Mechanicsburg? Well, so that's, uh, I mean, I've talked about this a lot. The, 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 when they talk to those people, they go, it's just nice to be mentioned, <laughs> you know? And, and and I think that's true. Like Probably, yeah. Did you know he, he when he pulled us out of the uh, uh, climate, the Paris Climate Accords, he said, mm-hmm. I was elected to uh, represent the people of Pittsburgh, not Paris, right? Yeah. And then because Pittsburgh overwhelmingly went for Hillary, the mayor of Pittsburgh uh, penned an op-ed with with the mayor of Paris about how much Trump sucks. And hmm. here's my thing: you're all doing too much. Yeah. Trump, Trump probably doesn't know if he won or lost the city of Pittsburgh, but he's not being literal because he doesn't even fuck. He couldn't find Pittsburgh on a map. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't give a fuck. It's just it's it's alliterative. You know, Pittsburgh and Paris both begin with P's. Yeah, it's like Pittsburgh represents like kind of a so it's interesting. The the book kind of highlights how a lot of these places, um, they were hit by economic downturn, obviously, by by closing industries. But a lot of them have pivoted to just being relatively healthy service uh, industry economies, you know, where we all used to be steel workers. Our dads used to be steel workers, and now uh, 
you know, I, I answer a phone for a, a telecom, you know yeah. what I mean? And no, I can't afford a home uh, and never will be able to, but I, uh, you know, I'm not starving, so I don't need you, Trump. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and look, it's hard to get into these conversations without sounding like I'm defending Trump where I really couldn't give a goddamn if he dies, but I'm just saying that uh, it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, you're right. It should not be a shock to anybody that in places that suck, people are cognizant of the fact that it sucks and telling them it's, it's good is, is not, is not doing it (laughs) yeah it's not doing it like saying yeah this place sucks is kind of the least in some way well you know it's like i think what you said like like people just want to be mentioned they just want to be acknowledged that they exist you know oh i mean listen i get this on fucking axe to grind all the time where i'll hear secondhand that some scumbag hates me yeah and then i'll be like uh, I'll be like, yeah, it's been, you know, uh, that guy, or uh, I'll say that band that uh, so-and-so was in and the blah, 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 pretty all right. And then it's suddenly I'm the man. You know what I mean? So, so suddenly I'm well-loved. Yeah. And, and it's like, yo, man, I just said a true thing. Your band's all right. Well, you know what I mean, like, that's it. Well, I mean, the thing that people have talked about forever now when it comes to the 2016 election was how it, you know, people... There's, I mean, listen, with anything, it's there's a million reasons as, as to why certain things were the outcome. But, uh, yeah, Hillary didn't pick up those, uh, you know, those little, is that the Rust Belt where the Michigan, Wisconsin, you know, they, she yep. didn't pick those up because she didn't give a fuck. You know, she didn't, can't, she didn't go there. She didn't campaign there. She didn't acknowledge their existence, you know? And like, would she have lost them anyway? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it is nice to be acknowledged. And even if Trump rolls in, he's like, what a dump. Oh, my God. You people live <laughs> like this. You're you disgusting. Li- can't believe you people live like this. Yeah. <laughs> am I that the richest man fun. you ever saw? I think I am. <laughs> have you ever been in the presence of somebody that made more than $55,000 a year? I don't think so. If I gave you 70,000 right now, would you blow me? Tummy resting on your head. <laughs> would you blow me in front of your mother? Would you blow me in front of your your children? Listen to us. We're trying to be a real comedy podcast. Uh, <laughs> they probably would. They um, would. It's the, uh, are you aware that uh, today is the 10 year anniversary of Paul Walker? No, I just had to, I just had to uh, stop myself from throwing the mouse uh, why because i brought that up no uh i just came across a tweet where somebody's trying to clown elon musk mm. by using a gif from the uh, the glass onion movie Blah. no one liked that shit no this is uh, oh. <laughs> Uh, when we talk about don't look up celebrities, that's oh. like th- th- that's it right there, man. It's it's uh, don't look up. No one liked that shit either. No, it's, it's uh, listen. Everything's a meme. Everything's a meme. 
Everything's a meme. Trump, You're a meme. My Trump is so terrible. <laughs> my Yo, good friend Charlie Bo, he came through here. It's fun to do a bad Trump, though. <laughs> <laughs> it might be better than a good Trump. Have you ever seen Charlie Bo? These videos, they Charlie Bo, your town doesn't look so nice. Tijuana, yeah, he's in Tijuana, and you can't tell the difference between it and Dallas. (laughs) Dallas, not a good town, not a great town, pretty bad, I would say. Was a great town, beautiful town. Now, now it's not not. so good. When I was in (laughs) office, it was great. Now, not so good. Oh, we're hacks. This is what people are saying. We're hacks. We're hacks, man. We're doing we're doing Trump in 2013. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. I never did Trump a day yeah. from 2016 to now. So yeah, now it's fun. Yeah, now it's Austin Powers. Yeah. So now, now it's Borat voice. So Obama. I, yo, how fun is it? How fun is it to be late and and fucking a spent meme? Is Trump is Trump now my wife? Yeah, that's why it's awesome. <laughs> my wife. Yeah, I mean, think about how fun it is to say that. It is very fun. There's no denying it. There's just no denying it. Yo, uh, you were going to talk about something, but I just want to derail us for a second longer. All right. When did we talk about what a blessing it is to live d- during the life of a master? Did we talk about this? Who's the master? You still talking about Trump? No, uh, uh, Cormac McCarthy, right? Oh, like I I heard somebody say something I hadn't thought about, which is what a privilege it is to live at the same time as somebody that is will be remembered as one of the greatest to ever do a thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Like what a what a privilege. And it got me thinking. Yeah, that, that that is. If you're not an asshole, if you're somebody who can recognize greatness without resenting it, mm, Trump, then it's <laughs> I mean, think about what it is to be alive the same time as Martin Scorsese. Oh. Think about that. Think about that. Yeah. It's like you and I are blessed individuals. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just a cool thing. Not that anybody gives a fuck about movies anymore, but whatever. Like they, they were they were relevant for most of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it's but, I mean, and and the improbability of it on the scope of uh, of uh, cosmic history. They didn't they didn't they just find out that the universe is like twice as old as they thought it was. They don't know shit. Up. Does anyone ever no, realize that that up. nobody fucking knows shit? Like the fucking like the bullshit that scientists say, whether it's the universe or fucking nutrition or biology. Oh, nutrition's a total scam. Oh my god, they don't know anything universe is twice as old what it's twice as old it's so it's suddenly tens of billions years older than you thought it was for the entirety of or, or for most of modern science what yeah now now a little change now whoops little little quick little change what eggs are good for you eggs are bad for you yeah, fucking yeah, make yeah, up yeah. your minds yeah well uh, listen this is that shit that makes me this is obviously a scam because how could you not know? It's it's the most thoroughly studied thing in the world is yeah. nutrition. Yeah. How could we? How could you not know? Just tell me the truth. Yeah. And don't say some dumb shit like, you know, different bodies require different. No, 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 no. 
give me a recommendation mm. as if I was the military, mm. you know, where we're just accounting for a large amount of people and we're giving the best, best practices for the largest amount of people. Just do that. It'll be, I, I promise I won't hold it against you if, because I'm blood type AB or whatever that I, that, uh, yeah, I really, I should receive a tiny bit more protein. I won't hold it against you. Just fucking give the broad scope of things. Tell me. The thing is, it it's just, like, there seem to be some broad truths, right? Like, yeah, sugar is bad for you. Cigarette smoke, bad for you. It's not food, but you know what I mean. There seem to be very broad and obvious things about there are certain things that are good and certain things that are bad. But then it's like, you know, I read something the other day that fucking spinach is bullshit. I'm eating spinach my whole life thinking I'm doing something good. Is that true? I, I read something about that. Uh, hold on. Is this person being real? Sorry. I, I, I hovered over that COVID thing, and now I'm getting COVID tweets in my face. COVID. What do people seriously think is going to happen once they've all had COVID eight times? Do they really think it's just going to be fine? Why would it be fine? Who's going to take care of everyone? Is that what does that mean? Who's going to take care of everyone? Eric, help. My 70 year old parents just had COVID for like the third or fourth time and they said that it was nothing. This person said natural immunity is what I keep hearing. And then this, the original tweeter responds with, How do they square that with the fact that they keep getting it? (laughs) Uh, Actually, miss, I can answer that. I'm not, I've given up on COVID science entirely, but I can actually answer that. Uh, It's, less bad each time (laughs) to the point did you eric did you hear the other day sorry everybody this is we're now on it uh did you hear the other day that they could not they cannot find a single case of a child dying of covid that didn't have extreme comorbidities we did this we Uh, no but eric they said they couldn't find one are you insane (laughs) one how many people died of covid hold on COVID deaths. Not one, Eric, not one. Yeah, that doesn't shock me at all. It shocks me. Really? (laughs) I mean, how many, hold on. Five days ago, COVID-19 is still causing more deaths than expected in Australia. Why would you not expect it? We Australia hid itself from the world for fucking three years. Of course, people are going to die when you open it. Um, how many total fucking deaths? Tell me. I'm done talking about COVID. I'm done. You're never done. No more COVID. You're never done. Stop. Google it's... Google ivermectin. Um, okay, so <laughs> about 7 million people died. Uh, worldwide? And what's that? Is that worldwide? I got to imagine that's worldwide. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. Of <laughs> worldwide. Uh, uh, more than half a billion have recovered from COVID, but uh, almost 7 million have died. So I uh, here's the thing. 7 million and not one fucking kid. That's, that's crazy, Eric. That's crazy, crazy. Close the schools. You don't want to talk about COVID anymore? Close the close schools. The school. Okay. All right. I get it. Mm. Paul Walker, 10 years. Give me your retrospective. No, that's what you want to talk about. Uh, 
Uh, listen, he seemed like a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed cool. Uh, you know, I'm not mad at him. Uh, um, I mean, the album. You know, look. Oh, oh, it's not ten. So it's no. It's it is ten, ten years, years since he died. It is ten years since he died. No, it's not. It's ten years since you since Drug Church released the album. I know, but we put the album out like he was dead within a year of that. Less. He was dead within like five months, I think. Is that right? So, oh, so that's shit, gotta, you're right. So that's got to be coming. I thought up. it was years later. So, uh, so you killed him. Yeah, that's what everybody says. Yeah, <laughs> and then we named a, a record uh, Tawny, and Tawny Contain died two weeks later. Fuck. Um, so. We are the death note of bands, yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's got me thinking. I've been thinking a lot about uh, my friend Matt and my friend Rory, two mm. uh, men that I grew up with who died entirely too young. Mm. Um, and I, I, I get very, I get very sad thinking about. It. I don't know why. Maybe I'm dealing with my own mortality in some way. Maybe I'm thinking about this Lou Gehrig's disease. Mm. Uh, I'm just, I've been thinking about these two friends of mine an awful lot and the, the injustice of the, uh, of both of them dying, but the, the one fella had children and it's it just it's so fucking sad. But anyway, these were both in some ways, my bro friends, mm. right? And tell me if I'm wrong. Do you think that there's something now not that these men were stupid they weren't but if i get sick and die i obviously i hope my my girlfriend i i i hope that i hope that people that love me are upset mm -hmm. but i would not at all be mad if acquaintances strangers weren't just not sad, but kind of didn't give a fuck. And no, that's inevitable. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, in a real way, yeah, they're not going to give a fuck at all. But what I'm saying here is. It is now 2024. And the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you. I come off like a pompous ass. Mm. Pretentious, self-important, self-involved. And it obviously still a tragedy if I die, but there's something more tragic to me about somebody who is like just a guileless, nice guy who wants to talk about football. Do you know what I mean? 
Like there's something just so much sadder about that than you and I sitting here talking about Brenda Poog's face or whatever the fuck. Right. Well, it's so like it's the reality for ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people. Right. I mean, the other day we were in our green room at some festival and we were being incredibly cynical dickheads. Mm. And then we heard somebody talk in the next green room realizing, oh, everybody can hear everything we're saying. And oh, what cocksuckers we appear. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, I guess what I'm saying is I'm just, I think that, there's no you can't uneat the apple, right? Like once you're a cocksucker, you're a cocksucker, and that's uh, it. Here's why. Okay. Cynicism is the byproduct of too much knowledge. I don't think it's I don't think it's like you're you're born a dickhead. I think it's you've seen too much. And you can't unsee things. You know what I mean? So I think that cynicism, once you got it, it's just, it's a, a degenerative disease. Maybe, but you have to like, <clears throat> I mean, cause I would fancy myself a cynic a lot of times, but I think in, it's in those times where you have to kind of, and this is probably what separates you and I, but it's like, it's in those moments where you, uh, you kind of, you have to widen, you, you almost have to like, if I'm going to go off of your idea of seeing things, right? I understand life experience. You see how things tend to go. Uh, you, that can, te- you know, tend you to, to be more of a cynic. But if you widen your scope and you take stock of your own personal life, and and you and you value the things that you have and the things that you do and, and et cetera, et cetera, that to me, that's the cause, the the cure for cynicism, you know? And I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, like, look, we're all going to fucking die and rot and everyone you love is going to disappear. So, you know, that's the, that's the human condition. But uh, in the moment, I think you can, uh, you can, there's ways to balance your cynicism out with like, you know, as we often do on this podcast where we're like, thank fucking Christ, I don't have fucking motor neuron, you know? Like life is pretty good. Life is good, you know. But yeah, I mean that's the way things go, man. That's the you know, your your football loving buddy who works at the airport. He's gonna die, and no, only the only people who remember him will be the people who he was close with, and they're gonna die too. And uh, yeah, at some point, no one remembers you. Um, yeah, this sounds like a Louis C.K. bit, but my bandmates were talking about how their dads are guilting them for not having children because they're not carrying on the family name Mm. and respectfully to your dad, respectfully to my dad. Is it really imperative? (laughs) Is it really like, uh, uh, do do we, do our names current, do our uh, family names currently live in the annals of history? You know what I mean? No. Well, that's (laughs) a stupid reason. The, The family name is dumb. It's fucking. Firstly, your family name is probably fake. You know, it's it's probably less than two hundred years old. I think my mom's maiden name was changed at Ellis Island. That's what I'm saying. If yeah. you're an American, if, if you're an American that came here, like you know, even until fucking probably sixty five years ago, 
there's a chance that your shit's just fake. No, you should have children so your your aged years are not a void a fucking black hole of of uh of nothing. Yeah, t- I, this is what I talked to my Bhutanese uh, Uber driver about today. Yeah. Uh, uh, firstly, I le- learned a lot. Learned a lot about Bhutan. Um, and you then have a kid, so your life is not a a, a barren fucking uh, wasteland that ends when you die. Yeah. Well, here's I think that I don't know. I, so. I'm very happy being a stepfather. Uh, I think, uh, as we've talked about, I think it's like a good role for me. Um, I don't know if I'm the most fatherly person in the world. Uh, I think that, as I've said, I'd probably end up like uh, Indiana Jones's dad. You know, just... uh, Sean Connery, yeah. Yeah, Sean Connery. I just want to be in my study, you know? Wait, no one Um, in drug church is having kids? They all they all have little Peter Pan uh, complex. They all want to just smoke weed and rock out forever. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> um, and and listen, I get that. I get that. Uh, you know, look, I would say if Fiona did not have a child from a previous relationship, I almost certainly we would have a child. Um, I think the fact that she is already a mother. And that I am very satisfied being a stepfather probably makes it less. Uh, yeah. There's less pressure on both of us. Sure. You know, um, I. Here's my attitude. I think I've said this. I think children should be like cats. <laughs> you, you, you found shit one in a box. You, you, you found one and now you have a cat. Same thing with children. Mm hmm. I got my girlfriend pregnant. Now we have a baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how, that's kind of how I see it. And I don't, I don't, uh, for people that it doesn't happen, I don't know if it, they've got to make it the center of their world. I love the conservative pundits. I, everybody, this is the level of YouTube conservative punditry I'm at now, where it's, it's just like 50 year old men making fun of 30 year old women that don't have children. And I do enjoy that because I, I do think that for many people, a specific ty- a specific type of anxiety starts entering their brain. Yeah, you're gonna 30. be sad. You're gonna be sad. Yeah. Do yeah. you think? But here's my question to you: Do you think I would have been sad? Um. Well, I want you, I want you to bear in mind that one time I saw an old man eating uh, peaches out of a can in in, in the, a grocery store, and all I thought was, "He's so free." You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, so put it, put it, put in that. Just remember. Uh, and I'm also not. Oh, wait, so let's make it two separate questions. Would my life be sad? That's one question. Second question: Would I be sad? Uh, I don't think you've ever been sad. Well, no, that's not true. You have been sad, but I think. No, it sounds like you'd be ha- you you would probably be doing all right if you were living on a cot and eating peaches. Um but the the so the Patrick I once knew 
would have been that guy. But you seem mm. to have really, yeah, you filled out the role of stepdad, and I don't think you'd give that up for Peach's guy. No, I'm, I think you'd no, be no. sad if, at this point if your future was Peach's guy, you'd be sad. Oh yes, 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 uh, yes, yes, yes. But 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 that I'm so that's just, we're now dealing in hypotheticals. I I enjoy my my trad life, yeah. but I'm but I'm saying. I'm saying had that not been the course for me, would I have had a sad life without question? <laughs> well, <laughs> but, the, but, but you wouldn't would, have been sad. Would I have been sad? I don't that's the thing. I don't know if I would have had the self-awareness because you, you don't know what you don't know. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. no, you so, could have been you could have been the old guy that hangs out in uh, with the Tompkins squats. Oh God. That poor <laughs> that poor guy. Uh, <laughs> no, he's living. No, I, you know, I'm never the guy that's like, why is this dude here? He's old. You know, I'm never that guy because the truth is that I've seen with my own eyeballs, people's brains mature at such wildly different paces. Mm. And, and I've, I've met, I, I personally know a man who is, he might be 50 right now. And he is, forever frozen at the time that he had like a, a relatively large personal tragedy. He's not mentally retarded or anything like that. He's just so emotionally stunted that it seems as though his brain will never arrive at the place that it's supposed to. So I've seen all that stuff firsthand. And, you know, when, when people talk about maturity and shit. Uh, you know, I've, I've known 35 year old women that I, I swear to Christ are like uh, weird histrionic 19 year old bitches. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just all over the place. People's brains are just these difficult to uh, assume things. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that had I not known what I know, I, May have been the Tompkins Tompkins fifty uh, year old. That's the Patrick <laughs> I know. That's yeah in the multiverse of Patrick. Yeah, you the Tom, Tompkins Peaches guy. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I have to go, but what? Where you always got some place to go? Evan is really hungry. I have to feed what the Evan. Kind of place? What? That's you got to go. Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta go get food. This is what people do in L.A. They waste all their money at diners. That's it. You guys go. You guys go to more diners than anybody I've ever met. You go to more diners than Seinfeld. <laughs> you can't. Well, at least tonight I've forced them. I forced the issue. I said we have to go somewhere we've never been because I'm sick of okay, this. Okay, you know what? I respect that. That's good. Yeah, but uh, no, it's you can't leave your house in Los Angeles without dropping thirty dollars. It's fucking impossible. I've tried. Yo, uh, listen, uh, Iceland or not Iceland? Where the fuck was I? Norway. You can't eat a thing. For less than twenty dollars, uh, and yeah. I mean, you can't eat a, a, like you couldn't get, find a Cliff Bar. Everything that goes in your mouth is twenty dollars or more. Yes, uh, socialism. Sir, <laughs> that's what that's what it is. I'm gonna give you one uh, last right, chance. Well, what do you have to say about uh, what? What? Uh, Paul Walker, ten years. My album. Who gives a shit? That's uh, a good album. Yeah, but who gives a shit about albums? Hey, listen. Everything is just a ephemeral, transitory piece of shit that is it's fly spec. No, no, nobody values anything. 
I, I don't uh, think that's I think that has some of your best lyrics on it. Yeah, I, listen, I'm sure it does. And I'm sure it doesn't matter because uh, God. when I listen to something that's like truly great, I always have this weird reflexive moment where I check to see its listens and mm. it'll have 3000 listens. Yeah, no, it is sad. And I'll go, you know what? Nothing is worth anything. But 3000. <laughs> I mean, listen, that's a small number in the in relative relativity. Uh, but but it doesn't bring you joy that 3000 people enjoy this thing as much as you do. Listen, Ariana Grande keeps stealing people's mans out here. She does. She's egregious. She's egregious. She's a homewrecker. It's her thing, apparently. Um, you know, if if <laughs> if rumors are to be believed. Um, All right. So next next drug church album, Ariana Grande. Yeah, we're killing her. Death Note. <laughs> <laughs> She's done. All right, everybody. Uh, Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Uh, we will you're home for like two weeks or something, so we'll have yeah, a bonus episode uh, primed and ready for you. Uh, yeah, we'll just record that shit tomorrow. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, 205-509-9785. Uh, maybe it'll be a messages episode. You never know. Um, worst possible timeline at gmail.com. Oh, I have not checked that email in so long. Uh, worst possible timeline at gmail.com. Uh, Check you know, today. We're, we're on Twitter. We're on, uh, uh, it's all just Zoom receipts and Patreon comments. Um, uh, Twitter, Twitter is like X now. What is that about? I don't know. Maybe that's what the bonus episode will, will, will be about. But uh, yeah, you know where to find us. We'll get at you next time.